Welcome to another episode of the Clear Talk podcast. At Solutions 360, we provide the software tools that help customers support and account for their managed services programs. We look after their billing, service level entitlement, the hours that are covered, what the response time should be, and the recurring work that needs to be performed so that nothing falls through the cracks. But we're still seeing a very slow uptake on executing a managed services program. To discuss some of the solutions to this challenge, I'm with Tyler from Revenuefy, which recently merged with corporate sales coaches. He has 15 years of executive sales management, sales process creation, and revenue team development. As an NSCA advisory council member, he helps integrators position themselves for recurring revenue success. Welcome, Tyler. Can you give us an overview of your organization? Yeah, thanks for having me, John. Uh, Revenueify is a revenue operations and sales consulting agency that's focused on the IT and integration space. There are a lot of sales consulting organizations out there that, you know, say they focus on growing revenue. But as our name states, Revenueify is amplifying integrators' revenue. Sure, we'll grow your revenue, but more importantly, we're going to make your revenue better. So one of our main focus areas to making your revenue better is helping uh, integrators move from that project-based culture to more of a recurring revenue-based culture. And most recently, Revenueify has just merged with corporate sales coaches to help bring the ongoing tactical sales coaching side to our, our solution mix. Corporate Sales Coaches has over a 30-year history of building the world-class sales training courses, and it's now been integrated with Revenueify's RMR methodology um, that's really going to help sales teams adopt their processes to support the massive RMR growth that a lot of integrators have been looking for for you know, five, six, ten years now, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Excellent. And, and you know, I think I think you've nailed it there because I know we've been working with NSCA for, for over a decade. Um, and uh, early on in that uh, process, you know, they identified that managed the transition to managed services is is really important. And I think most of the integrators have completely bought into it. Um, they have the desire to do it. They have the will to do it. Um, but but a lot uh, running into roadblocks to be successful in this. So, so Tyler, in general terms, and I know you're really focused on sales, but just general terms about the entire organization, um, what have you found the difference between an integrator that has been really successful in this transition to recurring monthly revenue and a managed services program and those that haven't? Um, is, there, is there a typical list of obstacles that they uh, run into? Well, it's it's interesting because, you know, we so we, we just got done here at Pivot to Profit and uh, again, the same thing keeps coming up. It's uh, integrators keep saying, you know, salespeople are not bringing up managed services. You know, we did a, a recent webinar here and um, of the survey respondents that, that we had from there, 65% said salespeople are still not bringing it up. And, you know, that's, a, that's an interesting comment because that might be, you know, the top level, but really at Revenueify, we're focused on okay, what's the, what's the reason behind that? And really di diving in a little bit deeper on it. And so at the core of, you know, why are salespeople not bringing up? Why does this keep coming up? Um, really, it's selling managed services, selling recurring revenue is completely different than selling a, a system sale that, you know, integrators have been used to selling for a long time. And what we find a lot of times is that integrators are doing you know, maybe one, one sales training event, you know, that they're saying, 
hey, here's the speeds and feeds of our managed service program, but they really don't spend any time doing the ongoing tactical sales coaching uh, to help reinforce that. And they're also not coaching or thinking about it within the entire organization that managed services, it's a financial strategy. That's really the reason why uh, the integrators customers are buying a managed service program or a subscription. It's completely different than the reason they buy, you know, say a, a box that's sitting on a conference room table, right? That that's a need right. that they know that they've got out there. Um, but with a managed service program, it's a, it's, creating value within the organization for the long term. And so we see a lot of, a lot of integrators, they're just not uh, focused on what is the value of my program and how do I communicate that out to our ideal customer base? Yeah, I, I, I noticed that too, the, the, uh, the conversations often are going on focusing on salespeople. I, I felt like we were getting picked on quite a bit during pivot to profit, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> It was a pick on salesperson year at Pivot to Profit this year, I think. So exactly, we were we were underrepresented, but um, <laughs> but it, you know it's interesting. The um, I, I think the sales piece is critical, um, um, but obviously it's more holistic, and I think the salespeople need a, a much more support, as you were saying. It's not just an afternoon sales training. It is an entire shift of the organization's uh, perspective on what the the program is going to do. So you covered some really good general terms that, that cover the organization. Is, is there a single biggest uh, success factor for an organization that, that has um, actually executed well on managed services? Yeah, I think, you know, as, as we've looked at it, and I, I've had the opportunity to look at, you know, upwards of 70 different managed service programs, you know, throughout my career. And, you know, I really break it down to, to one sentence and that, that is, you know, the, the integrators, the IT companies that are super successful at selling managed services, they understand the value of their managed service program, and they understand the critical events when they need to talk about their managed service program. And so, you know, you think about the, the first side there, it, you know, the value of their program. Again, you know, with integrators, we, we talk a lot about speeds and feeds of these different solutions that we sell. And if we do that from, our, from a managed service program, we're going to have a tough time getting traction on that. We really need to think about our managed service programs as that financial strategy. That's the reason why our customers are buying it. And so we have to communicate that. We have to coach our entire organization, not just the sales team, but everybody from our operations team to our service techs. Like they need to understand that the reason why these customers are buying uh, this solution. And then, you know, the second piece in, in that sentence is understanding those critical points when uh, we sell managed services. And, you know, I've been hearing for years, you know, just put the managed service program on the proposal, right? Like we've heard that over and over, like that's going to be the, the big solution that's going to finally drive it. And unfortunately, you know, we can, we can force that, but that is the absolute worst time um, for actually winning a managed service program. And so, you know, through our research, you know, the, the best times for, for bringing up managed services are prior to even generating a quote or talking about specific solutions. And then after that first project is completed, you know, we see those are the two big areas that have 
you know, the, the most success, the highest win rates uh, from driving managed services. And, you know, as integrators look to, to build that out and support those critical events, you know, using a tool like Solutions 360 to kind of hard code those specific actions at each of those stages is just so critical in, in helping them drive managed services because you, our sales folks need that roadmap and, you know, tools like Solutions 360 can really provide that roadmap and support us in those critical events um, as we're looking to drive the managed services. Yeah, you, you make a really good point. It, it um, you know, so many integrators say, well, just put the monthly payment down on the quote. And, and that's one of the features that we do provide. We, we integrate to uh, some, some leasing organizations where we can just click a button and get a monthly payment for whatever term it is. Um, but that's just, that's, like you say, that's such a minor piece of it. Um, yeah. And I, I really, yeah, I really like your perspective on the fact that it is creating the value to the customer for the overall solution, which is, you know, a longer term, whether it's equipment refreshing or whether it's just that that um, operating expense transaction. Um, but there really are two big pieces to it, right? There is, okay, well, what, what are we bundling together? Is mm -hmm. it refreshing equipment? Is it just proactive services? In some mix within that, um, but also that you know, and and I don't hear that. I haven't heard that in a lot. Is that value creation right at the beginning, the very early conversations that a salesperson's had, just just um, articulating that overall solution is is a nuance I think that's missed quite a bit. And I think you're you're right on the money that that's key. Mm -hmm. Well, and and even your marketing, you know, we're talking about sales a lot here right now, but even your marketing team. You know, you look at your your ideal customers in your in your database in Solutions 360. You know, when you're marketing to them, is is managed service just baked into everything you say? So that because again, customers have to change the way that they budget um, to buy these solutions, and especially as you start getting to more advanced things like subscriptions and leasing, like that is a completely different budget process for them. And if you're not communicating that super early it's it's really hard to just show up when they need a project and say hey i know you don't have money in in this silo you know but uh we'd like you to try and move money into it to to do this it, it, the success just isn't there and obviously we, we want to make sure it's on every single proposal and and that is a a stop gap you know to to help with that but um to achieve really high win rates it's really got to happen way early in the in the sales process and then again you expand your programs after that first project when you go get additional rooms additional cameras you know additional doors um because they're seeing the value of it then right yeah i you know it, it to, to me it's a real fresh outlook on how to approach this and i, I really look forward to having some mutual customers and see the results of that i think you really are that that key point that's been missing a little bit, not only just articulating it, but you know, with the, your experience actually making it happen within an organization. Um, so just as we we wrap up here, I, I've heard that uh, recently at the NSCA event that you've created a compensation recurring revenue playbook uh, for members to to reference. Can you give us a little bit of information about that? Yeah, for sure. So that was kind of a early joint effort between Revenueify corporate sales coaches and NSCA, you know, um, I, I caught a little flack at, at Pivot to Profit when I said salespeople are coin operated, but they really are. <laughs> and 
that, that's actually not a bad thing. Um, you know, if, if you place the quarter in the right spot where you want salespeople to go, they'll go chase right. that quarter. And so I think, you know, a lot of times people say, well, you know, they, they're just working for money. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, we've, we've created that culture with our sales folks that they, they want that. And, you know, frankly, that creates predictability for integrators. If you create a good comp plan um, that supports them driving this, they, they will want to go after that. And in this, in this white paper research that we did with the NSCA, you know, we really went through the math behind, you know, creating uh, not only paying on the front end, but then how you can kind of pay to uh, ensure renewal rates continue. Cause that's, that's the other piece that, you know, we haven't, we haven't talked about here yet, but you know, when you get a managed service program, you want to make sure that you're keeping that. And so, you know, do you, do you continue to keep that renewal rate above 90% and you want to encourage salespeople to be able to do that. And as we, as we kind of broke down some of the math in this white paper, you know, we really, we really looked at it like, Hey, this is not, this isn't meant to, cost your organization more. But if you really look at it and you're really focused at growing managed services, the actual percentage of, of commission payout as a percentage of revenue actually goes down as you continue to grow this, you know, over time. And so we, we took some time to really look at the math on that. And then because integrators do have a, a lot of different structures, you've got some folks that are, you know, highly focused on the construction market, some that just do direct, some that do both. Uh, you've got some integrators that, you know, have account managers versus um, people that, you know, kind of do everything, you know, type of environment. And so we really broke it down uh, for the different roles that you might have within the integrator too, and, and applied, applied it for that. So uh, really good document. It's available on the NSCA's resource library now. Uh, just went live right before Pivot to Profit. So a good, a good tool for integrators to get started on, you know, really looking at that kind of plan. Excellent. Well, that sounds like a, a great resource. So obviously, NSE members um, know how to get to the resource library. Um, anybody that's interested in uh, reviewing NSCA and all the benefits of being a member, uh, you can go to nsca.org. Um, if anybody wants to reach out to you, Tyler, what's uh, what's the, the best contact information for you? For sure. Yeah, you can check us out. Uh, our web, our excuse me, our website is revenueify.today. Um, because we are going to um, amplify your revenue today. So you know, check us out on our website. You can find me on LinkedIn as well too, just Tyler Ebnett uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, that's another great place. You know, we're posting stuff on, on LinkedIn um, along with our, our website on there about the, the industry. Also, you can catch us at, you know, going back to the NSCA as well too. We're doing a lot of events uh, with them. We're doing a lot of joint research um, on managed services with them. So, you know, those are probably the three best areas to uh, find us. All right. Excellent. Well, it was an absolute pleasure to speak with you today, and I appreciate you joining us on, uh, on our podcast. And I look forward to seeing you um, very soon in the various events. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah, thanks for having me.